Hello, and thank you for joining us on our first episode of the Mental Sweet Spot podcast. I'm Melanie Rushing, and our goal is to help softball coaches implement mental game strategies that my business partner Alicia Smith and I have used with our teams to develop players who are resilient, dedicated, and impactful. There are plenty of great mental game resources out there, but we want to take it a step further. Join us here to learn how to incorporate the mental game when you're already strapped for time. In this episode, we give you a preview of our philosophy and plans to coach the mental game with Alicia's varsity team at Matawan High School. We'll discuss her core values as a program's leader, how she'll communicate those values with the team, as well as specific strategies for team building. We discuss using the athlete types assessment, discovering your why, setting daily process goals, and working all of that into the practice plan. Stick with us to the end to get your freebie, a daily goal setting template. You can print this and use it to help your players set, stick with, and accomplish their goals this season. Before we get to the show, here's a quick note about another free resource we offer for coaches. You've all heard the phrase, softball's 90% mental, but we don't spend nearly as much time teaching the mental side of the game. That's because most coaches honestly don't know how to cover all of this info when their practice plan is already packed and other things need to be covered. In our free workshop, we give you five actionable strategies to help you implement the mental game without losing time for practicing physical skills. To access all five trainings and bonuses, head to mentalsweetspot.com forward slash workshop. Now let's get to the show. So let's start with what our vision and mission are for Mental Sweet Spot, especially now that we are kind of expanding more into consulting, starting with Meadow and High School. I guess our vision is, in our belief, that great players on great teams have three characteristics. They are resilient. They are, what are my words? Oh my gosh, dedicated and impactful. So those three things are intertwined. You're always working on them, always building them. And that it was our basis for how we want to structure the consulting with Madawan High School. Um, from right. there, we wanted to decide, okay, for this team in particular, what are the characteristics that we think will help them become successful? So Alicia, I'll hand it to you. We talk about those six characteristics we have. Sure. So um, when you and I sat down to really kind of define those characteristics, right, we talked about culture being number one. We believe that really the vision and the culture of your program sets the tone for everything that you do. And it's embedded in every practice. It's embedded in every conversation. It's embedded in every drill. Um, every team building uh, activity that you do, you know, that's really, truly important. Um, and then we moved on to communication and trust. Obviously, it's critically important uh, communication both on and off the field. But if you think about softball, for example, um, you need to communicate on relays. You need to communicate uh, pickoff steals. There's just constant communication and constant talk on the field, right? So, um, and that trust piece is critical. You have to have trust between the coaches the players, between coaches and players, and even extended throughout your entire program. There has to be a, a trust that you're being honest with each other, but also that you can have those open and honest conversations. Um, we also talked about commitment. You have to be committed to the process. You have to be committed to the culture. Um, having that buy-in from your players, from your coaching staff, is critical, and that, and that, helps, that helps spread the message. That helps everyone in practice, and it's absolutely critical to um, – to that piece or to those pieces. Finally, we talked about competing and being confident. So the confident piece comes from, you know, stemming from all our conversations, right, from the mental mm-hmm. part of the game. Yeah. Um, but, and you have to be able to want to compete. You could be mm-hmm. mentally strong, but if you're not very competitive, you know, they, go, they should go hand in hand. So mm-hmm. kind of what we talked about, you know, being intertwined, all of those are inter- intertwined as well. You have to have um, 
all of those pieces, but that culture is absolutely critical. The main word that I want to take away from that is embedded in everything you do. Mm -hmm. Like this is my thing. I love it. But I even found myself as a coach missing out on opportunities because I didn't approach every single practice with these core values in mind. Right. So I want Alicia now to talk about how uh, we're going to actually incorporate it into week one. Sure. So my intention for week one is to first obviously have tryouts. We've got to have tryouts uh, after the teams are made. Uh, the very first conversation we're going to talk about is what is the culture at Madawan? Um, I've been there for, this will be my 21st year. And there's a lot of things that are embedded in our program that have been for years that are um, non-negotiables or critical to the success of Madawan. So the things that we're going to talk about, uh, first, I'm actually going to ask the kids. I'm going to ask the coaches. Uh, most of my coaching staff has played for me. Um, so they're supportive of that and believe in that culture. So I'm just going to ask them, what is your view of the culture of Madawan? Um, I'm confident they'll say some of these things, such as um, they're very hardworking. I mean, we work very hard every day. Uh, we have uh, very hard conditioning even before. Um, but it's not just about the conditioning, right? It's the fact that you have to push yourself all the time beyond comfort zone, mm -hmm. um, that you have to support your teammates when you know that last person may be lagging. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of fun to watch because this happens without me asking when a kid might be lagging behind on the track and mm -hmm. half of the team has finished and those girls will go back and run with the girl who hasn't finished. So those types of things when they just happen uh, are fun to watch, but that's kind of stemmed from years of uh, kids doing it, you know, over and over and they mm -hmm. see the freshmen see the seniors do it. So they know that's what we do. Um, but that's pretty, that's pretty important um, to me. Uh, they have to be supportive of each other. Um, it's a team game. And I know sometimes coaching females uh, at my age group too is sometimes very difficult. Um, but to get a group of girls to play together, they have to be supportive of each other. So mm -hmm. that's, always embedded in all of our drills, right? So I make them talk constantly. So if we're doing a, we have a drill called the backup drill, for example, where we have one girl standing behind uh, maybe somebody at shortstop. So they'll hit a ground ball that they have to die for. And if they miss it, their teammate is there to back them up mm -hmm. and they celebrate their successes together. Um, they have to be selfless. They have to have sacrifice because any, any kid that's a part of any softball team, no matter what level, um, when you're really dedicated to the sport, you do have to make sacrifices. Um, but it's a whole nother level at the collegiate level. But even at my at my level, they, they want to be successful. So in order to be successful, they're going to have to sacrifice maybe going out with their friends on a Friday night to get their sleep for a Saturday tournament. Mm -hmm. um, I tell them all the time the things that they do, everything they do, uh, positive and negative, infects their team. Uh, so they have to keep that in mind. Um, be respectful of each other. They don't have to be best friends all the time. However, when you do get them around, they're all very friendly. However, they have to respect each other on and off the field. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of my non-negotiables, but I'm kind of curious to see what the kids say when we ask what is your vision of and your interpretation of the culture here at Manawan. I think that's huge because we all know um, That will be my right? kind of like the first thing that we talk about. Yep. Um, the second thing is, and I'll let you talk a little bit about the website, I'm going to have them take the um, athletes types. I think it's important to understand each player. Uh, each player needs to be coached differently. Each player needs to be talked to differently. Um, and that's kind of one of those things. I've always tried to take the time to build these relationships with my kids. So I understand um, the kids that may struggle in school. They may be stressed out about a test. When each, when each teammate can understand the other one, that's helpful. So I'll let you talk about the website. 
Uh, yeah, Athlete Types is a business I came across at the convention. Uh, sorry, NFCA convention. They have a full-blown assessment that you can go on, takes maybe, what, 25 minutes? Uh, I suggest coaches take it first and see what your athlete type is and then have your athletes beneath that. It's basically a personality test, but specific to sport. So Alicia and I both took it and it was spot on. It was perfect for kind of figuring out, okay, how will we work well together? What are our strengths and weaknesses? And imagine if the whole team had that. It is awesome. And actually, I've had my whole coaching staff take that. And interestingly enough, we have five uh, total coaches, um, all former collegiate players, um, which is awesome to have on my staff. But we're all different. We have, which I was happy to see. And I think that that just kind of what you would expect from uh, a team as well. So what we have planned is for our athletes to all take the athlete, athlete types on Tuesday evening. They'll kind of be their homework for the evening. Um, and then you and I will converse on Wednesday and break them into their groups and then have a presentation on Wednesday of uh, their, the like groups, uh, read off the strengths and weaknesses. And I think there's an opportunity there this week to really drive that home. And the theme of the week, again, is culture. And I think that when they start, because, and the reason we're really doing this this year is because we have a team that's um, more new kids than returners. So it's a, it's a brand new situation, a brand new team. And it's really critical because our high school season really is short, um, only a couple months when it, when it comes about two and a half months from start to finish. They really need to do this quick. So trying to understand each other and like you mentioned, those types mm -hmm. of uh, how do I approach my teammate. That's part of the activities that we're going to do this week after they find out their athlete types. Uh, then either Thursday or Friday, um, we will start kind of grouping them by like athlete types, but also opposite athlete types. Mm -hmm. So they can really start to understand their strengths and weaknesses. And then by the end of the week, we're going to have a grid for everyone to have uh, a copy in their notebook. All the kids have the notebooks. But inside the notebook will be a grid that says, my teammate, Maddie, will need to be approached in this way, and this is why. So they, they have that idea. So when Maddie strikes out and she comes on the bench and she's not happy, the whole team knows what she needs. And we'll also identify a go-to person. So maybe that person on the team that may be like them but also may not be like them. Mm -hmm. And uh, on, on that person that can really help them get through that moment and focus and move on to the, to the next play. Absolutely. So this I'm excited actually... to be able to share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to see who they choose as their go-tos. I know. Me too. Um, and actually, one of the tasks that uh, I just came up with this morning, yes. I thought maybe what they could do is I could have them uh, guess which athlete types their coaches are. <laughs> uh, with the only like with the only hint that we're all different just to see what they're mm -hmm. you know if here's a review of the athlete types and in what the kind of what the makeup of the coaching staff is I thought that would be kind of fun to do so I like that yeah so the next thing we're going to try to work on is and this bleeds into the whole season um, for the team to identify their why mm -hmm. but also to have the individuals first identify their why Mm -hmm. So the thought process is, is that each player will have to identify their why. And you have that document, mm -hmm. I believe, on your website. And, yeah, I'll uh, link you to that talk a little bit more about that. Um, once the players identify their why, um, I'm going to have them break up into groups of athlete types that are different, maybe three or four different groups, and have those groups come up with their thought of a team why, mm -hmm. and then have them all come together and come up with one. Uh, team why what is their why what is the reason they're playing mm -hmm. 
Again, this doesn't have to do with those outcome goals. It's all about the how you want to feel and the process goals, mm-hmm. which I I really believe is is the way to to coach. But I'll let you talk a little bit about your why document, and then um, I'll go on to the next thing we plan on doing. Uh, I won't get too overly detailed. You basically are starting with what you want to feel. Basically, how I came up with my why is like, hey, when I'm reflecting back on this season, what do I want to feel. And uh, some examples like what were mine? Mine were uh, kind, energized, confident, and grateful. So when you think back to the times where like, I was just having a great day, I was feeling clean. What were you feeling? And those were my words. Like when I feel confident, when I feel grateful, like when I'm helping others, that's when I truly feel my best. And so you take those words, those feelings, and then you look at your goals. You look at specifically your process goals, what you're doing day in and day out. Do these things I'm doing lead to my why? Right. So it's important that each individual identifies that first, Mm -hmm. right? Because why are they playing? What do they want to feel? Um, And then wrap that around and try to have them come up with while working with different people uh, Mm -hmm. or different um, athlete types, I guess I should say, Mm -hmm. what is the team? Why? Why are we doing this? And then um, I believe if you focus all on process and all year long, the outcomes always take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is really important, I think, for for this group. Uh, and finally, the last thing we're going to do is I used to do daily goals for individuals. I used to have just index cards for them to um, make sure they wrote their own goal for every day and keep it with them. So I might walk up to them during practice and kind of say, hey, what's your goal today? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I realized I did not do a good job of was follow through. Mm-hmm. Did we, at the end of practice, did we actually go through and, and, um, revisit that goal and analyze that goal? Did we achieve mm-hmm. it or not? And again, those goals should be more, uh, process based, not, not, uh, outcome based, not, mm-hmm. uh, I want to hit 300 today. I want to hit five home runs or, or anything, even in practice or games, because those are those goals that are tricky Yeah, because either you make them or you don't. And so the process goals, I always had them focus on those process goals. I want to talk more in practice today because maybe that's something I mentioned to the kid, maybe a catcher, for example. Hey, I need you to communicate more in the field today. That might be a goal. I need to talk more. Um, but the thing that, that we kind of developed in our brainstorming session is let's have, let's have goal buddies this year. Let's have goal buddies so you can hold each other accountable mm-hmm. uh, for those goals. And we're going to have weekly goal buddies. So I've already kind of set up the first week. I will assign weekly goal buddies um, and it will always be paired with uh, a new kid to, to the team versus in, um, and a returner. So one, you're helping each other. Two, you're getting to know each other a little bit. And three, you work on holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. So wrapped up into this is those athlete types, right? So they have to learn how to communicate to each other as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, for, but the first week, I've already paired them up. We have a sheet printed out again in their notebook uh, mm-hmm. for the week. So on that sheet, um, we have the goal. Uh, we have a comment section, I believe. And then mm-hmm. at the end, the results or, or how did that goal, mm-hmm. how did that week, how did that goal go? And maybe that communication can start to happen between the two is, hey, I remember during practice or during practice, maybe your goal was to communicate more. And I noticed that, you, that you've done a great job on that. I've noticed this because you've really talked a lot louder. You've talked more often. So great job on your goal. Mm-hmm. That would be the, the, the uh, I guess, the end goal for these, these goal buddies. So mm-hmm. these are the things that we have set up for this week. Of course, embedded in all of my practice planning, of course, we have fundamentals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think sometimes as coaches, especially softball coaches in high school, 
we have such a short period of time, we get, we have a tendency to freak out that we aren't going to get to the fundamentals. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm sure it is. We all feel that way. We're not going to have enough time to to hit enough ground balls. So Mm -hmm. that's the that's the balance and that's the key. But based on the culture, this is the first thing we're going to talk about on day one before we even do anything else. Um, Yes, is it sometimes it is extra time. For example, on Wednesday, they're going to be there from three to seven. They're going to do extra conditioning. We're going to have a team meeting and we're going to talk about this. Um, So it kind of sets up sets up the practices. Mm -hmm. Um, But you got to make sure that during every drill, if the culture is selfish, selflessness and communication and hard work and respect, are we actually doing those things every day? Mm -hmm. And that's when you just have to stop the team if they're not doing it, Mm -hmm. because you have to go back to their why. Mm -hmm. Their why is your individual why is. Are you going to continue in, in our culture is so mm-hmm. we need to work as a team every day on these things. And as coaches, you know, it, you have to watch these in drills. And sometimes you just might need to stop the drills and remind them. But um, I'm really curious and very excited to see how this goes this week. Um, I have it all planned out of everything we talked about. And for next Sunday, uh, what I'll do is I'll kind of review how it went. Um, mm-hmm. how, how did the team receive it? Did they love it? Did they hate it? Did it work well? Does do things need to be adjusted? Mm-hmm. And I think that that will be the the test. And I'm really excited to uh, share with you next Sunday how things go. That's all we have for today. Be sure to grab your free daily goal sheet template at mentalsweetspot.com forward slash episode one. And that's the number one. Join us in the next episode where we'll discuss how that first week went and the ways Alicia begins to shape the team culture with team building activities and activities during practice. For anything like us, you're multitasking as you listen to this and currently have your hands full. But when you get the chance, we'd love to meet you in our Coaches Mastermind. It's a free Facebook group where like-minded coaches can share mental game struggles, tips, and ideas. Just head to Facebook and search for Mental Sweet Spot to find the group. Thanks again. Have a great day.